Um, I want to start off with this. Hey, I want to go ahead and thank my patrons. I want to thank Richard, Trey, Stephen, Tyler, Scott, Dury, Paul, Trent, Dylan, Matt, and Sandy. Thank you all so, so much. Um, I know that recently I haven't been shouting these out, and I always say that I'm going to shout them out, and then I I constantly forget. <laughs> I, there's just so much going on in my world right now. It's kind of crazy. Um, I... If you don't know, I teach music, and I also teach Spanish. And many of you are saying, Kaylor, you speak Spanish? No. No, I do not. <laughs> um, it's going great. I'm, I'm really vibing right now. Um, but because of that, I'm having to plan. I'm, I mean, I'm just going to let you all into my life a little bit. I know you don't really care we're trying to get to Louisville, but... I have to plan to teach music to three-year-olds, four-year-olds, five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, ten-year-olds, eleven-year-olds, twelve-year-olds. So that's what is that? Is that nine? That's nine lesson plans, and then I have to plan for Spanish ten, and then I have to plan for marching band every single day. So I'm really making like fourteen lesson plans and stuff that I have to be ready. And because of that, I haven't been able to do the podcasting thing. And you've also noticed that the writing has kind of gone away. I want to try to get back into that. Once I figure out how to function as a teacher, I might be doing a little too much. Um, <laughs> you know, then we'll be getting and going. But again, thank you all who are still doing the Patreon. I still really, really appreciate you. Um, if I haven't uploaded any of the goal stuff because they get access to all my videos, let me know. I'll I'll get those all sorted. Let's go ahead and talk about Lou City. Now, some of you may be wondering, Kaylor, where in the world was the post-match for Sacramento? I, I'll be honest. With the Sacramento match, I didn't feel like there was a lot to talk about. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but it it didn't feel like there was much to talk. Like, I could tell you that we gave up another late goal, but also, I mean, you can make an argument that Alex Cronulla got fouled on it. I and mean, you could you can make that argument to me, and I wouldn't hate it. Um, the one thing I would say, though, is that the best that this team played was when Juan would drop into the middle. That's where the goal and the assist came from, was Juan dropping in the middle, and Colin Smith was there at that right-wing spot. And if Legion are going to win, they need to start having somebody attacking as a fullback. And I know we like to get our fullbacks into the attack, but it's not the same, and I don't like to use the Johnny Dean-esque because... Again, that's not a fair comparison. It's just not. It's not a fair comparison at all. But if you're going to have these kind of attacking players, which they have brought in Gabriel Alves and Colin Smith, two players that are well versatile in the attack, they are not defensive-minded fullbacks, then you need to get them in the attack. And you let Colin Smith essentially play as a winger and... Juan Agudelo touches the ball into the middle of the box and plays it out to him. It's a brilliant assist, let's be honest here. And it's a wonderful ball by Matthew Corcoran as well. I think that's also how you're going to have to beat Louisville. When Legion beat Lou City, 
and it was on two set pieces, so take that with what you will. But when they started off that match, I mean, you have Bros- uh, sorry, so sorry, Tyler Pasture really playing middle. He was playing the middle of the field. You had Prosper Kasim out on the right. You had Juan Agudelo out on the left. And Enzo and Tyler were just kind of playing off each other. They were just kind of doing their thing. And now with Nico Brett, you know, he's going to be who's up top. And I still don't know if I like Enzo playing as a cam. I don't think it's the right move. I, I genuinely don't. You know, with Anderson being out of the lineup, and I've gotten a lot of questions about Anderson being out of the lineup, I have been given like small information on that, but nobody from the team has officially confirmed anything. So until I get any kind of confirmation from the team, I will not be putting it out there until then. It's all speculation. Uh, so it, for now, we don't know, um, officially speaking and kind of where I sit with this loose city team is, Loose City are a side that we talked about fairly recently. They're a team that don't score multiple goals in a game. They did against uh, RGV. They they end up getting multiple goals against RGV. They won 3-0 against Tulsa. Then they beat uh, Indy 2-0. So they've started to score more. They've started to get those goals. But let's think about a little bit of context up until this point India up until that point India 11 had Swiss cheese for defense Tulsa's back line in this in the match where they scored three goals was I uh, w- without being too mean they were frankly awful <laughs> it's not a good lineup between Ruxi uh Teta and uh Malu that's not a good USL backline. No wonder why they beat them 3-0. When you get to when they played against Charleston, which that one was surrounding controversy, you can argue that Loose City should have lost that game. I mean, Loose City didn't play I mean they played better than Charleston, but they still didn't play amazing. Against RGV, they finally got those kind of goals, but you know, it it again, this RGV side is not always great defensively um one thing with this loose city team though we've seen is that they've started to concede possession they've gone to a three-man back line three to five man back line and they are conceding possession dia out on the left adams sharpe uh, tosh and then jimenez out on the right hand side they are fully going back to three at the back loose city and they're not dominating possession anymore. They are giving up the ball, which is the exact opposite thing that you want to hear as a Legion fan. Legion still have not been able fully to break down these kind of attacks. Really where the attack from Sacramento came from was Sacramento let really had more of the ball than Legion did. And Legion caught them napping a little bit it took a wonderful touch and a piece of dribbling and passing from one I mean it was truly a moment of brilliance from one Aguidello and a guy that you don't normally expect to have over on that right hand side all time Colin Smith um here's the thing for me we have you have kind of an issue do you put Enzo Martinez 
playing deeper, or do you have Prosper Kasim playing deeper? Right now, if if I'm remembering correctly, they both have five assists on the season. So who would you rather have playing as a cam? You can say, well, Enzo is more of a scoring threat, so you want to be farther forward. But I also say that Enzo is a better defensive player, and I don't think Cam is his best role. I th- and this is crazy, craziest thing. Playing one as a Cam and letting Enzo play deep and putting Prosper on that right-hand side, if you want goals and a little bit better of just link-up play, Matthew Corcoran and Enzo Martinez playing off each other is a wonderful recipe. That is a wonderful recipe for success. If you want to get Juan Aguadelo and Nico Brett playing off each other like a true like striker, shadow striker, that's how you do it in this situation, unless you want to go to the 4-4 F-ing 2. Like it otherwise, it's not going to work. Nico Brett just doesn't really fit in the system. It's not really Nico Brett's fault. We got to do something to get him involved. And if you're Legion, you're thinking about breaking down this this uh, backline of Loose City. Again, I said the names. Uh, Zimla is in net, as always. He's played pretty well. But, you know, this is an RGV side who's not that bad. Like, this is not the RGV that you're thinking of. They're a pretty good team, but they still let two goals in. They were able. They really pushed up Jimenez and Perez um, in this match, and then later Dia and uh, Serrano um, over, and they really just played like a winger position, not a true wing back. But they just kind of let Adams, uh, Sharpie, and Tosh really hold it down, while you know uh, Tyler Gibson is playing as almost like a fourth center back. That's kind of how they like to run things when they go into that three back system. And then they let, you know, they let Dia or Jimenez or, um, oh my gosh, Perez run those uh, wings. That's when they're really dangerous offensively, but not as sound defensively, at least in my opinion. That said, the thing that was giving Legion such trouble before was the press. They press, they press, they press, they press, and... This team doesn't have the kind of capability to play out from the back that would be a traditional Lucidity team. Now, they are conceding possession. They are saying, hey, we are fine with quick attacks. Because before, they were like waiting for the perfect opportunity. Like, we need the perfect opportunity to go attack. Now they're just going as fast as possible. And they're saying, we are just going to press the crap out of you and get the ball back. Which, honestly, I think works better for Lou City. It gives them more attacking opportunities. They don't think as much about it. And they go, they go, they go, they go, and they go. I just think that this is a better system for Lou City. But I also think that if Legion try to do the same thing, where they try to play it out from the back, like they did all of like pretty much the first 60 minutes of the match against Lou City last time, you'll find yourself down early again. And I'm really, really worried about that. We also just need to be very straight up. This is a must-win game for the three Sparks. It is. It straight up is a must-win match. Legion don't win this. You know, they stay on 30 points, maybe even get to 31 points. They go even on matches with FC Tulsa. 
and they're only one point, two points ahead. You know, they win this game of hand against Indy. Maybe they can go ahead of Indy by two points, but you have to do it. We are seven points behind Lou City. This is a six-pointer, yeah, but if we win this match, we are on 33 points. They're still on 37. We have a game in hand. The most we can do is be one point behind them right now. We are reaching a stage where it is a must-win. Every game is a must-win game if you want to try to get home playoffs. This fourth spot is the most likely one. Memphis is currently sitting in it, and we still have two matches to play against them. But when you've already finished your Indy series, you're about to finish your Lose City series, the only place that you can take off points from the people above you now is Charleston away and two times against Memphis. Other than that, everybody else is quote-unquote bottom feeders of the USL. And by bottom feeders, it's just you have Tulsa one more time. You have Miami one more time. You have Detroit City one more time. That's all you got. And that's frankly brutal. And we can talk about this season. And I think what this match represents, this is a must-win match. You, You can't lose it. You just cannot. This is a great Louisville team. And frankly, we should not be in this position to begin with. I don't know. It's just, it's hard. It's really, really hard. Um, I don't know what to, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know exactly how you beat them. And it's not because they're so good. It's really, does Legion come out and play their game? Make the most of those set pieces. Just like they did before, you can't expect a brace from set pieces. Um, you you can't prepare for that. That's not what you can say, we are going to score a goal from set pieces. That's just not how this works. Um, you cannot just outright expect, hey, we are we're just going to run it back the way we did before. I do think the very beginning of the game where we had the pace, the Tyler Pasture, that worked really, really well because that was the way we just sort of connected things together. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right thing, right? So if Legion tried to just break out of this press from playing out the back, I just don't think that it's going to work out. I think that if you decide to lump it long let Juan Aguidello win the ball in the air because Duke can still jump. Duke can still win headers. If you say, hey, Juan's going to win this in the middle and he's going to distribute it off to someone making a run to your Prosper, it seems. I know Prosper didn't score and he actually missed some sitters in the first match against Lou City, but Prosper, Kassim was a problem in that last Lou City match. He was really, really good. He missed his opportunities, but he was getting opportunities. You know, let him play that ball off. You know, let Enzo play a little bit deeper and spray the ball around. And if we need to pull him up into the attack later on, we can do that. Overall, I don't know what to expect from this. My brain is telling me that this is a draw. This is a match where we get a draw, but full stop, it's a must win. You can't lose it. You can't draw it anymore. We've run out of chances. We've run out of time. If you want home playoff games, you have to win now. And the goal really should be 
we are going to have a home playoff game because as it stands, if Legion were to fight into fifth position, if they were to get into that fifth spot, well, you're having to go away to Memphis. And I don't want that. My heart can't do that. <laughs> so, but listen, that's all from me today. Hopefully a full post-match later. And I'm hopefully going to get back into writing some. It's just It's just been a little hard transitioning into the full-time teacher thing. So, but thank you all so much. I appreciate you all. Until next time, guys, keep hammering on.